When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to Bradenton, Florida. He's Alex Stone from Dan Kovacevic. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports, and the Pirates just played a spring game against the the Twins and beat them by some score or other, five two, I think it was. We'll go with five two. Five two. So yeah. The games don't matter. Stop being those people who see a thirty second highlight on the eleven o'clock news and go, they lost again. It just doesn't matter. Two things you can take out of spring training games, and they're both pitching. It's are they hitting the zone? And what's the pitch metrics? Is See, it spinning? Is it moving? This is him, though. That's it. That's all you can but take, that's though. How he talks. Okay, yeah. he he's watching. He goes. He goes to me over the weekend. Well, I want to see this Rule Five guy pitch. I'm like, what Rule Five guy? The Rule Five guy, Jose Hernandez. He did pitch, yeah. and he gave up a homer. He gave up a homer, uh, but it it was at least thrown hard. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to throw out the 98 mile per hour uh, throwing lefty with the bathwater. Yeah, uh, it, it was. It's impressive to see some of the velocities, some of the stuff that the pitchers have down here. It's impressive to see some of the natural talents of the younger prospects. But I want to throw something out here that might not be all that popular with anybody. I'm waiting for somebody to just knock me over. Yeah. Okay. And I understand small sample sizes and all this other stuff here, but I'm waiting for somebody that ever can become like the buzz, you know, not the buzz to Alex with spin rates and stuff, but like the buzz where you go, whoa, this player, look at him. He's really making a push. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's not going to be a Kevin Newman hitting 700 over spring. And there's, if there was. Yeah, it, 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 it was Kevin Newman in 2022, whatever, or 2021 even, you know, mm-hmm. worse. It's, we kind of think know these guys by this point, that I don't know if I am going to get floored because I have followed Andy for a couple years. I followed Henry for a couple years. I've followed, you know, Cruz and Contreras. And it's, at this point, I feel like we kind of know what's going to happen. And the changes that are being made, like what Hayes is doing and what Sawinski's doing, those are so minute just knowing the major league game and the adjustments they have to make. I, I don't know if I'm going to get bowled over and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I hear that. I just, with, when you're talking about on one hand, as everyone here is uh, from Bob Nutting on down, Ben Charrington's done it. Derek Shelton does it nonstop competition, mm-hmm. competition, competition. Uh, I, I want to see something form and I understand yeah. it's, it's early in the spring. I think this was just their ninth game. Uh, so you've got three more weeks before Cincinnati. Uh, there's time, but and it's not even necessarily like let's see the fifth starter rise up. Probably saw that today with Brubaker. I, I, I'm talking more about let's see, let's just see high end performance. Yeah, and it's also again nine games in. Like we're not going to see it from a starter really because they're going two, three innings max. It's just although Brubaker was really good. Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, David Bowman was one of the people who showed up for kind of an impromptu subscriber meetup that I had earlier. It's nice to nice to meet you as well, David, and everyone else who came 
uh, to that little call it an event. We just hung out by by first base here. A lot of bloggers in the house today too. Yeah, yeah. So the North Shore Nine guys out here, I'll throw them some love. Um, yeah. Someone has to. <laughs> no, it's that's actually one of the best parts of spring trading for me is whenever you're walking around and just like you're Alex, hey. And just like, get to talk and BS for two minutes. Mm -hmm. Well, if you have any uh, questions, comments, criticisms, anything at all, uh, this isn't like you know some company line show. Ask whatever it is that you want. We're here to to answer it. Ron Chess says hello, gentlemen. Brew Baker looked good. You know, and I, I I talked to JT afterward, and I said to him, kind of jokingly, but kind of not, when when he pitches the way he did uh, for those first three innings today he has kind of a badass approach to it you know what i'm saying yeah and he, he brought up himself that like wow this this is the first season he's had where he could just focus on baseball not pandemics and pitch limits and everything else he just did his job yeah and that's i i had very similar conversation with him about that at Pirate City. Okay. Where even back to going into 2022, the big thing was we all saw how he finished 2021 because he hadn't pitched a full year in two years. Right. And that was kind of out of his control, but that was just, you know, he fell off at the end. And last year he was able to run through the, you know, finish line. Now it's okay. There's nothing holding you back. There are no restrictions. The leash is off. What can you do in a full year like that? And He's looked good this spring, and I, I know people kind of would rather see some at least Oviedo over him in, in the rotation, but I – No, 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 you can't do that. There's a it, reason it, why this guy has made the most starts on this team the last two years. Yeah, and, and let's not forget that durability is a thing. Um, it's it's For this team to have success in 2023, these people – these five starters, all five of them, are going to have to at least be somewhat uh, reliable. I'm going to extend that to consistent. Go ahead. I'm going to extend that to like eight or nine because whenever we get to Oviedo and Ortiz and Burroughs and Priester, like there is a chance, I think a decent chance that this is a good rotation whenever it's all said and done. It's how do you get to that point, though, at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, and who's going to rise up yes. within the Indy Kitty crew, meaning specifically between Quinn Priester, Mike Burroughs, uh, and, of course, Luis Ortiz. Also, feel, always feels like when you mention his name, like it, you should pause and put it in all caps. <laughs> uh, Rick says, I was going to say the same thing regarding the, the prospect. Swaggerty has looked good to me, but nothing eye-popping. You saw some eye-popping, didn't you? Yeah, if, it, if anyone here? has eye-popped, it was that throw from Swinsky. Yeah. But not Swinsky, Swaggerty, Swaggerty you know, yeah. from center to get uh, – I can't remember who it was at home, but – just an absolute dart. Another guy who the leash has been off. He went through a lot last year. Yeah, he and, did. And it wasn't most of it wasn't baseball related. And he's in a good headspace now. He, he's in a good spot physically. This is kind of a now or never year for him. And again, only a handful of spring games. He's come out of the gate running. Mm -hmm. A reminder that if you're watching us on either YouTube or Facebook, you can participate same way Rick is right here, just by throwing something into either the, the the super chat section on YouTube or just the regular old comments under Facebook. Alex, what what I'm waiting for more than anything else here is I want to see some offense. Um, this is why I was kind of laughing when you said earlier, the, the pitching matters, whatever. I, I'd like to see some guys get locked in. I'd like to see a couple of guys at least rise up um, among the younger guys. It was nice to see, you know, 
by the way, spring stats, throw them right out the window. Brian Reynolds is hitting the ball very, very hard, but he's like one for nine or something. It just doesn't, it it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, it See, doesn't that's, matter. The, that's the theme of the show. There is one thing that I will say does matter. Huh. And this is cheating because I've had, I had like the really long, good, extensive conversation. But what Hayes is doing, mm-hmm. I think this is such a big year that's for him, obviously. One. It's a big year for him. Yep. And he's talking about, I want to do this with my batted balls. I want to make sure I get the spin. I want to make sure I pull. And so far, what have we seen? We've seen it in the air. We've seen it pull. We've seen he it. He hammered a ball yesterday up in clear water yeah. uh, to, the, to the fence in center. Um, it's, it's, it's funny. He and uh, G man Choi both hit extra base hit for extra bases into that same part of the field. Mm-hmm. But Choi's was like, it was bringing down rain. Right. And, and I mean, I mean, he hit his too. It's just a very different stroke. Key destroyed his. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it was, it was legit. Very, very impressive here. Uh, this gentleman asked from YouTube. So can we confirm that Kutch is okay? Yes. Uh, in fact, if you'd have caught us just a few seconds before we went on, Kutch himself confirmed he is okay. See, that's the benefit of watching this show. There you go. You didn't think you'd get, like, hot, big breaking news. Kutch is actually uh, com- completely fine here. Dave says, uh, great to see you all live. Game replay just came on MLB Network. Oh, this is one of those delays. I guess. Get through everything. Get through everything. What was it, the bottom of the sixth for Kutch? Yeah. yeah. Fast forward in that one. Yeah, he's fine though. Yeah, he he really is. Uh, there's no there's no break, no nothing here. here. Uh, yeah, just read about it on the tweets. Uh, says our guy. Uh, no, it, he he's absolutely fine here. John Gorman has an interesting question. Has any bullpen arm impressed you or caught your eye? Jose Hernandez and I know other than the rule five. Look kid. how many I could count on one hand. I might not even need any of the fingers to point out how many times a left-handed reliever for the Pirates has hit 98 on the gun. And he's doing that out of the gate facing major league hitters attacking. I'm more impressed with how he's attacking than the stuff itself, which I think is good by itself also, but just he's fearless on the mound. And if I am taking a rule five guy who needs to go in that bullpen I want that. I mean, give me someone yeah. who's going to attack, and if he goes down <clears throat> swinging, he goes down swinging. The last lefty who threw that that fast, not coincidentally, I'm really dating myself on this reference, was another Rule 5 kid named Act- Donnie Veal. Actually, there, there is another one that uh, I don't think we're going to say. Well, that's, that's – Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, there oh, is okay. one. No, we don't talk about yeah. him. <laughs> no, no thanks. Um, but from my standpoint uh, – from. Uh, Bullpen, what's what's caught my eye here, probably more than anything, is I like the way David Bednar is releasing. I like his body language. I like the way he's talking off the field. Had a little bit of a conversation with him today. Um, any of us in life who's had a back issue knows that it's it's a physical battle, but it's also a mental battle. You have to feel good about yourself. You have to have confidence in it, and 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 he definitely. He definitely does here. Uh, Ryan says, hi, Dan. Hi, Alex. How has Austin Hedges looked so far this spring? Uh, Same with Bednar. I just brought up Bednar. What have you seen in Hedges? He's been very talkative with the starting pitchers and actually the whole pitching staff in general. And that's really what stands out. Like even back at Pirate City, he would catch a bullpen and then it'd be a five, maybe 10 minute conversation with the guy just That's right interesting. there. Just huh. like, okay, so this is how you want to use your two seamer. Next time I catch you, I want to challenge you with this. 
You know, mm-hmm. like, why do you always go this side? Why do you do this? He is really getting to know what these pitchers want to do. I, I don't think there's going to be any drop off compared to like what Roberto Perez was able to do behind the plate. And Jake before him. And Jake before him. And Jacob why, Stallings. Yeah, yeah, why the pitchers love those two guys and what Austin Hedges does. I, I'll say this, and I, I hope this resonates. Go easy on catcher's defense, okay, this year, especially because most people identify catcher's defense with one thing and one thing only, and that's stolen bases. Stolen bases. Yeah. Okay, you're going to see stolen bases this year. You're going to see them like you haven't seen them since your childhood, all right? There was a sequence in this game uh, today back here where I thought Hedges did absolutely everything right with a pitch that was a little bit low and away got to it perfect motion everything fired a strike to the correct side of the bag didn't matter had no chance had no chance these hitters are going to time they're going to they're going to utilize the clock and Alex can explain to you what that means uh but they're and then they've got these bigger bases so it's yeah. not really even 90 feet anymore. In fact, somebody measured it, and it's, and it's like some 88-something-something. Something. So you, your bang-bang plays are now going to really be bang-bang in favor of the runner. But, yeah, the pitch clock's a factor too, isn't it? Because you could only toss over two times. If you mm-hmm. toss over a third time and it feels bad, the runner is given the automatic base. So you have two pickoffs, which means you really only have one. Because if you do it the second time, the runner could just time up whenever you're going to be going through because there is a literal timer. That's the thing is that the runners are – this is something – Jiwon Bay was telling me about this. This was a, a few days ago that because he was in the minors. So they, they've already lived this. This isn't mm-hmm. new to them. And he's a guy who pretty much steals automatically anyway. And he said once the, pit, once the clock gets down to just a couple seconds, go. He's not coming to you. He's not yeah. throwing over. Just go. Uh, Hunter asks, uh, would it be nice to see – uh, Gonzalez show more and more push Castro for the second base spot. Gonzo hasn't impressed much. You're talking about Nick Gonzalez here, obviously, and Rodolfo Castro. Um, pick one between the two. Rudy. Huh? Rudy. Why? I just I'm not I'm not a Rudy guy. I see the raw tools there, and there is some swing and miss in the zone. There's some things that need You're to be talking about hitting, up. yeah. Yeah, but like the tools that he has, the potential that he has, it's it's O'Neill Cruz Jr. This is this is me looking at Alex funny. I, I, I say it. I mean, he's not going to beat O'Neill. He doesn't have that ceiling. Okay. But if Junior. Yeah, dollar store brand O'Neill Cruz, which okay. is still really good. Yeah. I my favorite to win second base between Nick Gonzalez and Rodolfo Castro is Jihuan Bay. That's uh, also very possible. I don't think it's going to happen necessarily. He has options, and those do come with very real value to a roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't spent a ton of time in AAA. However, I'll tell you a couple of things about him. One, I feel he's the best-suited player in the entire organization to capitalize on not just uh, the stuff that we talked about, but the banning of the shift. You know, he he said to me earlier in the spring, he said he said I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna have base hits up the middle. And yesterday in Clearwater, first time up, what do you know? A three bouncer up the middle. You know, that even if they'd fielded it, they would have had a tough time getting him out because of his speed. Yeah. Uh, I want that on my roster. I tell you something else, Alex, with, through the untrained non-scouting eye, I really like his footwork. 
in the field, and that was at second base. I did not expect that. I thought of him more as an outfielder. Was I wrong? I mean, he last year was the first year that he really did do a lot of outfield work. Okay. Yeah, he's a shortstop by trade, but he told me he's more comfortable at second and center. So we're going to probably see him at second and center more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think more than anything else here, the takeaway from today, guys, is that Kutch is fine, as Ron points out here again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really is. Um, there's no – I mean, we just heard it from him. Okay, he's fine. And he, he's not playing tough or something. He, he's he's going to be okay. Uh, it said it was something. Uh, you could tell the people in the stadium when it happened were like – they didn't know what was happening. They're like, we got hit. Why is Henry Davis oh, well, coming up? Yeah, the and then that was the umpires yeah. just blew it, which is another another issue here. This they group st- saw Lonnie Chisenhall once and was terrified that it was happening again. <laughs> oh, no. No. See, that's another name we don't bring up here, but for very different and, and almost as sinister reasons. No, actually not even close. Anyway, thanks, guys, for, for watching. This, is, this was cool. I'm flying back. He's got you for the... Most of the rest of spring. Yeah. Most of the rest of spring. And then uh, we'll both be in Cincinnati for the next game that actually matters.